0: Annihilation. 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 One minute at a time. <laughs> Herein is not of windy citadels, where proud kings dwell that with iron hand deal war or justice. Hear no history of valiant ships upon the wine-dark seas, Passing strange lands and threading channels straight. Between embalmed islands, hear no song That men shall sing in battle and remember When they are old and gray beside the fire. Only a story gathered from the hills, And the wind crying of forgotten days. A story that shall whisper, All things change, for friends do grow indifferent, And loves die like a dream at morning. Bitterness is the sure heritage of all men born, and he alone sees truly, who looks out from some huge airy peak, considering not fast-walled cities or the works of men, but turns his gaze unto the mountaintops, and the unfathomable blue of heaven, that only changed not with the changing years. A tale that shod itself with ancient shoon, and wrapped its cloak, and wandered from the west. Geoffrey Bosch Smith, a preface for a tale I have never told. I have quoted before Jeff Vandermeer from Weird Fiction Review, 4th February, 2014. Quote, The setting in annihilation is more or less a transformed version of the 14-mile hike I have done for almost 20 years at the St. Mark's Wildlife Refuge here in North Florida. It is a landscape and a series of transitional ecosystems that have enchanted me, fascinated me, and at times scared me. End quote. In the excised section from last minute, Ventress explicitly told us this was northern Florida, and the map was described as being Florida. The film does not take place in Florida. It takes place in Maryland, very close to Washington, D.C. This would negate the unlikely journey that Kane would have had to go on to walk from Florida to his home, which must be somewhere close to Johns Hopkins in Baltimore. This is where Lena teaches. So it is our one explicitly identified location. The second explicitly identified location in the film comes right at the start of this minute. Blackwater National Park. Blackwater National Wildlife Refuge is located on the east side of Chesapeake Bay, roughly 50 to 60 miles from D.C. This alien landscape being so close to the nation's capital would explain the secrecy, would explain the spec ops presence, would explain the urgency of suicide mission after suicide mission better than the script does, better even than Vandermeer's novel. One thing the novel, the first of the trilogy at least, I have not read further, does not explain very well is why anyone goes into this alien landscape at all. In the novel, the area is off-limits, but is not secret, and people have been going into it for 30 years. In the script, it has been 13 years, has been kept a secret, covered up, and only one person has ever come back. Here, we will learn, it has been merely three years, but this close to DC, any expansion at all, would be a national emergency, even if a secret one. But let us backtrack first into the script, because there is more to this scene as scripted. Dr. Ventress has joined Lena at the map. She indicates the border of the Shimmer, concentric circles, like tree rings, dated by year. Dr. Ventress continued, Area X, the only thing we can say for certain is that it's getting bigger. Initially, it enclosed the lighthouse in an area of about 50 square meters. It now covers an area the size of Chicago. Lena looks at the dated bands sees the expanding gap between the most recent circles. Lena, the expansion rate is increasing. Dr. Ventris, exponentially. In five years, the shimmer will encompass the southern United States and most of Mexico. Lena, and in ten years, Dr. Ventris, the planet. I didn't do the math here, but it feels wrong that something growing exponentially will take five years to get from the size of Chicago to the size of the United States. Like, if it's doubling, it might take five years but exponentially means more than that. So it's good this line was gone. I don't think it matches up from 50 square meters to, in the script, 13 years to get to the size of Chicago, either. Things that double get really big really fast. Things that grow exponentially get even bigger, even faster. Back to the script. Lena looks back at Dr. Ventress. Lena, does the planet get to hear about this? Dr. Ventress, does it matter? Dr. Ventress traces her finger over the glowing blue shimmer bands on the map. And here the script is so on the nose as to be silly. Dr. Ventress continued. It makes me think of cancer, the invasion, the spread. If the cancer is terminal, is it better to know? Lena, I'd want to know. Dr. Ventress, yes, but is it better to know? Lena walks to the team of photos, starts scanning the faces. Dr. Ventress watches, then indicates with her hand. Dr. Ventress continued. He's over there. Lena sees Kane in a group of spec ops soldiers. Similar to the images at home, her husband is smiling, looking straight at the camera, an Armalite rifle held loosely in his hands. Dr. Ventress continued. 23 expeditions, 113 men and women, and only he came back. Beat. Lena, will you let me see him? In the film, the scene is different. Simpler. Lena sits in Ventress's office. She looks at the monitor on the desk, but we cannot see it yet. We are behind Ventress's chair, looking toward Lena toward the windows toward the shimmer ventress explains it started around three three years ago ago. blackwater
1: Blackwater national
0: park Park reported that. that second floor angle and monitor a map of a coastline a transparent red shape not quite circular more of a squircle the map is zoomed out just enough that details are hard to identify if this map was of an actual location unaltered for the production it is not florida The barrier islands are wrong, and this stretch of shore is a little too straight. I thought maybe that they had used St. Mark's, but this may just be some stretch of coastline chosen at random. The on-screen text is mostly uninteresting. At the bottom right corner of the map window it has a document label that is alphanumeric but no words, no descriptors. There's a timer running at the top right of the inset window with video from the lighthouse through the edge of the Shimmer when it was still close to its original landing spot. And there are a couple readable labels on the map that are interesting. If you check the Blu-ray, anyway. Blackwater State Park. Even on the Blu-ray, this is difficult to read, but it looks to say State Park rather than National Park. A little miscommunication between the script and whoever made this map. And someone did make this map. The other readable label is one for Fort Amaya, the military base where the women will arrive at minute 41. One additional note on the map, before we return to Ventress' monologue, this map was probably taken from some actual map. There is a city off to the left, mostly covered by the inset window showing the lighthouse footage. There are too many roads as well for the apparent scale of the Shimmer. See, in the script, she says it's as big as Chicago. In the film, I don't get the impression that it's quite that big yet. But on this map, Chicago seems more apt. With what looks like multiple highways, plus the city that is small enough at this scale to be hidden by the other window, the Shimmer here, this map covers a very large area. Of course, this could be the production using a relocation with a few alterations, hiding the city rather than scrubbing it from the map. Or this could be Ventress, positioning her windows just so to mask the actual location. Lena, being ex-military, might know where Fort Amaya is. As a biologist, she might know where Blackwater is. But as a regular citizen, she probably know where this city is. So it could be Ventress who hid it. Dr. Ventress off-screen, continued. A, a lighthouse, lighthouse was surrounded, was surrounded by, by something determined. A the shimmer. Camera. The camera moves in closer to the monitor slowly. The red waves around the location on the map move outward and are replaced by new rays. The shimmer in the lighthouse image moves like the edge outside this southern reach facility. Angle passed Lena on Ventress. As she speaks, she fidgets with a small stone. She is not looking at Lena. Dr. Ventress continued. When One of the, the wardens... wardens
1: Went in to to investigate.
0: investigate. Ventress looks at Lena. Never returned. Second 15. Angle passed Ventress on Lena. Lena looks at Ventress. Dr. Ventress, off screen, continued. The The event was classified. classified. Since Since then we've we've approached by by land. Lena turns her attention to the monitor again. Dr. Ventress, off screen, continued. I see. Angle on monitor. Red waves expanding and fading. In the inset video, soldiers are in view now, approaching the shimmer. No longer at the lighthouse. Dr. Ventress, off screen, continued.
1: sending drones,
0: drones, animals. animals. The soldier footage breaks up. Dr. Ventress, off screen, continued. And teaches the people people. Angle past Lena on Ventress, playing with stone, looking at Lena, and I feel like now is when I should talk about hypnosis. In Vandermeer's novel, the women entering Area X, and presumably most if not all of those who have entered it before them, are hypnotized before entering. Ostensibly, this has helped them get through the edge of Area X, that wavy shell the film calls to shimmer. The biologist explains, quote, The psychologist, who was older than the rest of us, served as the expedition's leader. She had put us all under hypnosis to cross the border to make sure we remained calm, end quote. And later, quote, It had been explained that we would need to cross the border with precautions to protect against our minds tricking us. Apparently, hallucinations were common. At least... This was what they told us i no longer can be sure if it was the truth the actual nature of the border had been withheld from us for security reasons we knew only that it was invisible to the naked eye End quote. in the film of course the border is very much visible but this hypnosis serves other purposes as well the psychologist has certain trigger words she uses to manipulate the other women the biologist in the film lena becomes immune to the effect of these trigger words after reading a strange screed on a wall in a location she calls the Tower. I will return to the writing on the wall and the Tower and the Crawler later, though none of these survive in Garland's script. The hypnosis, on the other hand, may still be in the film, at least in a very small way. When the five women enter the Shimmer, they lose track of time. This could be attributable to hypnosis, used to help them through the barrier, or it could be attributable to other things that I will spend more time exploring when Lena awakens inside the Shimmer in minute thirty. That Lena has been brought to the Southern Reach facility against her will, that Ventress had those papers with her when she entered Lena's room, that there was no escape attempt, no guards pointing guns at Lena and Ventress quite willingly tells Lena now what is going on, suggests perhaps that Ventress might be recruiting Lena well before Lena volunteers, or believes that she volunteers. Ventress, playing with the stone here, might very well be focus for Lena's hypnotic induction. James Braid, the father of hypnotherapy, explains, in Magic, Witchcraft, etc., 1852, quote, My usual mode of inducing the sleep is to hold any small, bright object about 10 or 12 inches above the middle of the forehead, so as to require a slight exertion of the attention to enable the patient to maintain a steady, fixed gaze on the object, the subject being either comfortably seated or standing stillness being enjoined, and the patient requested to engage his attention as much as possible on the simple act of looking at the object and yield to the tendency to sleep which will steal over him during this apparently simple process. I generally use my lancet case, held between the thumb and first two fingers of the left hand, but any other small bright object will answer the purpose. In the course of about three or four minutes, if the eyelids do not close of themselves, first two fingers of the right hand extended and a little separated maybe quickly or with a tremulous motion carried towards the eyes so as to cause the patient involuntarily to close the eyelids which if he is highly susceptible will either remain rigidly closed or assume a vibratory motion the eyes being turned up with in the latter case a little of the white of the eyes visible through the partially closed lids if the patient is not highly susceptible he will open his eyes In which case, request him to gaze at the object, etc., as at first. And if they do not remain closed after a second trial, desire him to allow them to remain shut after you have closed them, and then endeavor to fix his attention on muscular effort by elevating the arms if standing, or both arms and legs if seated, which must be done quickly, as if he wished to suggest the idea of muscular action without breaking the abstraction or concentrative state of mind, the induction of which is the real origin and essence of all which follows, end quote. But in this moment, what is around Lena? Behind her, the smooth undulations of the shimmer. On the monitor, those red waves constantly expanding, fading, being replaced. And then there's Ventress, with her monotone voice, casually manipulating a small, shiny stone. The film makes no particular effort to suggest that Lena is being manipulated here, but neither does it contradict such a notion. In fact, if this facility were in Florida, as it is in the script, then how might Kane have managed to walk all the way to Baltimore, except perhaps by being taken most of the way by sudden-reach spec soldiers, and then being directed toward his home, to spark his memory, to instigate Lena's recruitment, and to set up new variables for what will be Ventress' last selection of Shimmer explorers? Back to the scene. Hypnosis can wait. Annihilation, by the way, is the trigger word to commit suicide. Second 24, angle on Ventress. Dr. Ventress continued, But nothing comes back. Ventress has the briefest of snarky smiles, then back to her usual non-emotive self. Second 27, a new angle from above and behind Ventress's desk. More of the shimmer while the bright sunlight blare through it, is visible out the windows. The sun is low on the horizon in the upper right corner of the frame. It is early morning maybe, as Lena was brought in at night. Or maybe late in the day. When Lena arrives at the beach in minute 83, it is late in the day and the sun seems to be setting off the coast. Meaning this is a western coast. Ish. This facility then is facing roughly west. Lena has slept away most of the day. Or maybe... In addition to what they gave her to knock her out out on the highway, she has been drugged further. She has been hypnotized further. And what we are seeing here is only little final result of that recruitment process. Ventress has on her desk, among various papers and folders, a pencil case with nothing but black pencils, a stack of files on potential shimmer explorers, a photo on the top folder looks to be a female, a small hourglass, another indication of hypnotist, perhaps, a coffee mug and a pour-over glass coffee maker. A glass that looks like it could be a whiskey glass, but the liquid inside is darker, maybe red, like wine or brandy. Dr. Ventress continued.
1: And, and the boundary is getting
0: bigger, bigger it's expanding. So far
1: it's, so far, it's eating into the popular populated small small
0: plant, which... which Ventress has put down the stone. Second 33, reverse angle from outside the windows. On the bulletin board behind Ventress, we can see now a couple maps. One of a western coastline, One horizontal like the map on the computer, with the shimmer marked in red. There is a couch to the right, a TV on the wall to the left above what looks like a mini-fridge. A doorway to the right opens into another room, but we can see little in there but what looks like a row of binders on a desk. Another door to the left opens out of the wall behind Ventress, to the outside. A guard stands with his back to the glass door there. Dr. Ventress continued. You know, we evacuated evacuated under the pretext of of a chemical spill, spill, but...
1: That, that won't last much longer.
0: Close on Lena. Second 40. Washed out in the brightness behind her. Looking at the monitor. Seemingly agitated. Worried. Dr. Ventress. Off screen. Continued. In a few, in a few months, months. The will area have grown will grow to, where, to we where we are. Right now. Lena turns to look out the window behind her. Angle from outside as Lena looks. The camera pans slowly right. We get that thunder again. Dr. Ventress. Continued. And then we're talking cities, Cities. states, States. and so on. Second 57, close on Lena, now turned away from camera, looking out the window. She turns around as she speaks. Lena. You said nothing comes comes back. And time runs out for this minute. We spoke. What was it we said? Wordlessly watching, he wakes by the window and wanders at the empty place inside. Annihilation is all we are. Annihilation